Have you heard of a super empath before? And do you know what it is? Today we're going to dive into that a little bit and talking about super empath and also narcissists and what those look like together. What's actually going on with that? If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm the founder of Raw Motivations, the creator of the NARCAP, and your guide in the 45-day Clarity Challenge that you can access at claritychallenge.net. If you like what you see here, talking about narcissism, narcissistic abuse, my journey in narcissism, please subscribe. Hit that notification so that you get notified when we drop new videos, when we do live Q&As, and just to be a part of the community so that you can understand what's going on when we're talking about narcissism. Maybe you can even help someone else who might be in a toxic relationship get some clarity of the confusion and the crazy making that's going on. That's what we try to do every single day. So I meet with people all across the globe over Zoom every single day to try to help them find that clarity piece, to help them understand that you're not crazy, that you're not hopeless, and that there is the opportunity to change and develop and grow into being the person that you're meant to be. Well, today we're going to talk about super empaths. And a lot of times people talk about super empaths being attracted to narcissists or sometimes being their worst nightmare. Which actually is it? What's going on with that? Well, we're going to go through and we're going to define uh, based on just different research that I've seen about what a super empath actually is, uh, talking through some of the stuff with narcissists, why super empaths are uh, attracted, like why narcissists are attracted to super empaths, and uh, who narcissists are actually attracted to. And let's dive in. Okay, so when we're talking about a super empath, like a lot of times people think like, oh, this is just someone who has a lot of feelings, a lot of uh, someone who is very empathic of like, oh, they sense and they feel so much different things. And while that's true, uh, people put a lot more clarity to it. So went through a couple different websites and wrote down a couple different things to try to get like an idea, but it is kind of vague. There's some stuff that's like all over the place. When we're talking about a super empath, oftentimes these are the people that are only going to see the good in other people. Like they're not really going to see anything like bad or they're not going to really believe that other people are either capable of bad or that other people are bad. So a lot of times it's like only seeing the good, only seeing the positive, which could at times mean that they're minimizing different things or like hiding different things. But what they're focusing on is only the good. Uh, a lot of times they have this innate desire to help people to like help people grow, to help people get better, uh, sometimes maybe to help fix people. There's different aspects of it, but this innate desire to actually help other human beings. Uh, a lot of times with that, they're extremely intuitive about other people's needs. So like they might not know by what you've said, but they might just automatically have this idea of like, I know what this person needs. Like I know what they want. I know what they're looking for, that kind of thing. Now, one thing that I ran across in some of the research was a couple people said that a super empath has, a de has defined their purpose of life. And I don't always see that. So like, I don't know exactly how that fits, but they were like saying like, they're like very focused on like where they're actually going. And I don't really see that with a lot of empaths, period. Maybe super empath is different, but that one is not something that I could like relate to being like, yeah, this is true. No, it doesn't seem to be. But we'll kind of leave that for a little bit later so you have an idea of what I'm talking about, okay? Um, sometimes people say like super empaths can almost like read minds. Like they're, they're so good at like understanding and guessing what the other person is thinking, what they're struggling with, anything like that, that it's like, oh, like this is what they're doing. And like it's almost like they could just understand because it's that intuition. 
Okay, uh, oftentimes it's because they can really read body language really good and they have a good idea of like, oh, like this is what the other person wants or needs or what they're thinking. Like they can pick up on a lot of stuff really well. Okay, uh, sometimes people say that super empaths also do a good job at releasing emotions. So like not just like bottling them up, but like letting them come out, uh, getting through them, getting away from them, things like that. Uh, but sometimes it can go to the other aspect where they feel other people's emotions like as their own. And a lot of times you feel that with empaths, period, of like picking up other people's like energy or feelings or emotions. But a super empath is like, oh, I'm feeling that exactly with you, okay? Uh, with a super empath, it's also hard to be able to kind of pull back and not care. Uh, like that's just ingrained. Like you're going to care for another person, period, okay? Uh, oftentimes they'll come across as really understanding, compassionate. Uh, sometimes on maybe like the, the toxic side, they'll get too emotionally involved into other people's situations or situations that are not their own. Now, a lot of times people say like, this is the type of people, super empath, this is the type of people that toxic people love because then they can manipulate, they can get in with all that kind of stuff. And so that brings us to the aspect of talking about a narcissist. Now, we know when we're talking about a narcissist that they love manipulation. Like they love that control of another person. So when you find someone that wants to fix you, when you find someone who's going to invest that time, attention into you, and they're going to read your mind knowing exactly what you want, like that kind of an idea, then why not? And so a lot of times you'll see a narcissist that will be with someone who claims to be an empath or a super empath or whatever we want to call it. And a lot of times they'll be with that person because it seems to be easy to manipulate. Now, when we're talking about narcissism, that kind of comes with the territory of a narcissist oftentimes manipulate, control, and it's easy to control people who have high emotions and want to fix another person. Sounds like a super empath, right? So at that point, it becomes something that, hey, this person might be easier to control or manipulate than the next person. This person who is highly intuitive, who is understanding like my needs, what I want, and is responding that way, why would I not want them? Because then I can get what I want out. So it's very much on a manipulation aspect of what can I get out of this other person, okay? Um, oftentimes, like they will go after maybe like an empathic person because it's going to be easier in one sense, okay? Now with this, we're talking about the narcissist is coming into your life and you're gonna see the emotional abuse uh, it's going to be just happy to get like supply. Like I'm getting supply from this person. And oftentimes we're talking about it being like easy to manipulate. So what's that actually look like when we start breaking it down between super empaths and narcissists? Well, with a super empath, you have this idea of the need of connection and desire to help others. So like, that's like, oh, I need to help this person. I need to connect with this person. And for a narcissist, it's like, awesome. Like I'm getting supply from this. Like you need to connect with me. I'm going to go ahead and pull back some. That way you keep trying to connect and I keep getting what I want. Uh, oftentimes that desire to help another person will turn into a wrong place. It will turn into being too emotionally involved in the, the betterment of another person. And it makes it a lot harder for them to get to the place of actually like helping that person versus hindering their own growth. A lot of times we'll see that. Okay. Uh, also, when we're talking about super empaths and narcissists, there's this aspect of a narcissist will beat down the other person. Like, we'll put them down with guilt and shame. Like, you're not helping me enough. Like, you're not doing this for me. Like, emotional blackmail. Like, all this different type of stuff to be able to put them back down under control. Okay. And so, oftentimes, you're going to see someone, even a super empath, that's going to have low self esteem, that's going to struggle because of what that person is putting on them. Now, at the same time, you're also gonna have that kind of push and pull. 
that dynamic at times where a super empath is going to be looking for that emotional support. It's going to be looking for validation. Okay. Now there's a lot of different things. I'm doing like a very, very broad overview. So I'm not saying like, Hey, this is a hundred percent it all the time. I'm just saying some of the stuff that comes up when we talk about it. Okay. So at the end of the day, super empaths, do they attract narcissists? I think there's a level that a super empath can attract a narcissist in regards to being easy to manipulate or being easy to control. I think there's an aspect that a super empath can be someone that the narcissist can look at and be like, wow, you're really in tune to what I need so I can do what I want and get what I want. End of the day, I don't think it goes under that label. The end of the day, I don't think it goes to a super empath or a non-empath or whatever it might be because you're going to find a lot of people out there that talk about people that narcissists are attracted to. Uh, sometimes I have a video about like the narcissist magnet and like stuff like that of like, who, why is this actually happening? Like, why are you always attracting narcissistic people? And when a lot of times when people are attracting a narcissist, it comes down to this aspect of not knowing your worth. So I've kind of boiled it down in my mind and how I communicate it is it's not um, based on, you know, how pretty or how beautiful or how handsome somebody is. It's not based on your money, your vocation, your status, your empath, like whether you're super empathic or whatever it might be. It's not based on any of that. What it really is based on and what it really comes down to is this aspect of understanding who you are. You see, when a person doesn't understand who they are and the direction that they need to go, they end up going any direction, anywhere, with a toxic person because they don't actually know their value, they don't actually know their worth. So when we look at people, they could be high up in the industry, they could be low in the industry, it doesn't really matter, but what we see is that a lot of times a person that gets with a narcissist and is like an attraction to the narcissist is someone who doesn't know who they are. So the narcissist can come in, control, manipulate, and design the person that they want that person to be. If you're in this place where you're struggling with it, you're like, I don't really know. I don't really understand this. I don't really know like who I am after being with a narcissist or going through this whole thing. You might want to be able to get with someone and be able to be like, hey, what's actually happening? So this is why I work with people every single day to help them break the trauma bond and break this mindset of like, wait a second, I'm stuck. I'm stuck on this person. I'm trauma bonded. I'm, I, it's almost like Stockholm syndrome. Like I keep wanting to go back to this person who's treated me awful, who's like abused and hurt me so much. If you're curious about that or if you're wondering about that, there's a couple different options. You can look at the 45-day Clarity Challenge. You can access that at claritychallenge.net uh, or you can go to my website, rawmotivations.com. Click on the one-on-ones. We'd love to be able to help partner with you in your healing journey as we continue to move forward into a growth mindset of how can we continue to help you move forward understanding who you are after being with a narcissist. That is what is absolutely essential is knowing who you are, the direction you need to go, how to build healthy boundaries, and how to continue to grow, heal, change, and develop.